am so, so sorry for everything that has happened. No, the man in the boat is uh, your Dolores. You said bobbing for the man in the boat. Yes. Oh, so you're just yet another one of the 90% of the males on the planet who can't fucking find it? Why is Dolores a man? What kind of pathetic drugs you take me for? I was intoxicated. No, I'm not drunk, madam, but you're giving me an idea of very bad habits. Listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. Kittens, Horviro would like to give you a treat. Welcome to air out my scary shorts. I am Prestacula. And I'm Horvira. Come on in. We've been waiting for you. Haven't we? Absolutely. Mm. Drink your blood like a good girl. I am. It's Delicious. Mm. Sorority girl. Mm. Oh, no, actually, I uh, I believe this is a, a young, nubile soccer player. Tastes like Simon. Delicious. Happy anniversary, by the way. I don't want to overshadow our craptastic uh, Halloween special with our silly, foolish fourth anniversary. But it is our four-month anniversary. Yes. So. Four months of unholy Horror. podcast matrimony. Highly unholy. Unnatural, unholy, and just downright wrong. But that's what we love about it. Yes. And it's all because of you, the listeners. And so, Prestacula. Yes, Horvira. What scares you more than anything? What keeps you up at night? Be Arthur in a miniskirt? Ooh, that'll do it. What scares you? I don't know. <laughs> apparently, well, nothing. Apparently really. nothing. <laughs> As Queen of the Damned, you've really got not much more to fear, have you? Evil! Evil! <laughs> it's a good point, really. You know, what What on earth could I possibly be afraid of? You know what scares me is the... the levels of, of obnoxious craptasticness that, that our last episode reached. I took swearing like a sailor to a unprecedented new level. I don't know, you swear like a sailor as it yeah, is. Yeah, I know that. I'm aware of that. But th- this was different. This was just ridiculous every other word. In fact, I'd say that your true personality was shining. Nah, that's so not true. I'm the first one to admit uh, that I am openly 
hostile. Openly referenced as a as a moody person at best. But no, that was different. Moody's one that that was different. I mean, there were things I was pissing all over that I wasn't even mad at. Like it was just a string of nonsense coming from I don't know where. Mother. My mother, uh, what is the phrase? She isn't quite herself today. That's all I'm saying. That's what scares me. I know where it came from. Mm. It came from the fact that you were ditched by people going to the peelers. Yes, absolutely. That doesn't mean that I have to take that out on, you know, other things that were unrelated and that I wasn't actually pissed off at. Like, Like a story about hockey? Well, yeah, in in truth, I mean, I I do not like sports in general, so hockey is just lumped in with that. You know, there are only two sports that I give any credence to. Well, muff diving is going to be an Olympic sport. No, uh, muff diving is not not on my list, but I would add it. Were it to be added to the Olympics, I was actually... uh, Now, boxing is my only legitimate sport preference. Uh, I was going to say the standing long squirt, but I, I thought we had started a petition to add that to the Olympics. I didn't know muff diving was was an option. So uh, now I'm torn. Now you've added a third. Bobbing for the man in the boat. I'm not just leering at scantily clad women, you know. I'm working. <laughs> I forgot it was Halloween shit. Oh, shit. Okay, so for this Halloween episode, I am not going to swear... And everything's going to be really, really scary from now now on. So, drink your blood. Nothing scares you? Did we have this conversation? Well, we barely touched on it. Something must scare you. I said be Arthur in a miniskirt. Well, I don't want to repeat. I mean, what really fucking scares you? Stalgetti in a miniskirt? Oh, come on. I'm not looking for badumpum. I'm looking for... What, Link in a what, miniskirt? No, what really, really fucking gives you the creeps. Seriously. Like, is, is there some sort of creature I could unleash in this room right now that would really freak you out? Have you standing on top of that chair? Be Arthur in a miniskirt? That's it. Miami is nice, so I'll say it twice. I'm going to crawl into the crypt and dig out something special for my kittens. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, it's very tight and dark in here. Oh, that poor bastard didn't get out alive. Ah, look what I've dug up. Mm. Look what the whore dragged home. You know what scares me? What scares you, Prestacular? What scares me is a scary walk in the woods at night. Oh, scary boo. Boo. Walk in the woods. Ooh. That's scary. Very scary. Listen to my children sing to me. (laughs) You having children, that scares me. Yeah. Fucking scare the crap out of me. Not quite as much as having them myself would scare me, but certain people shouldn't mate. And we make up two of those. <laughs> Luckily. <laughs> Ricardo Gonzalez from California has 
Uh-huh. He's unleashed his scary words yes. for us to relay to you. Ricardo. Ooh, I like saying that. Ricardo. Ricardo. Fine Corinthian leather. Oh, I love Ricardo Montalban. Is he still alive? I don't know. I haven't heard a peep from him in years. I, I don't remember anything after he did the uh, Wrath of Khan uh, the, in Star Trek. Oh, God, I loved him dressed as... Ooh, good as image. Khan. Yes. Good image. I'd forgotten all about that. With the long, flowing locks. Yeah, that was his hair. absolute pinnacle role. And he had so many stellar performances. Oh, Ricardo, if you're still kicking, give me a call. I haven't heard a peep out of the man since we did it on his fine Caribbean letter. And if you're dead, condolences to your family. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, and, and my last offer is revoked. <laughs> He's not, is he? Did someone order an urn? I would remember that. Seriously. No, he's still with us. And the guy guy was probably in his... He's still dead sexy. Yeah, he's probably... Well, if he's alive, he's like 95 years old. I don't care. I'd still do him. I have nothing to say to that. We all have our little quirks. That's just mine. You've got lots. Trust me. You and your quirky little pointy titties. I have to fill up it. Oh my god, yeah. And why is it still recording? Because you have a habit of just fucking Oh, well, maybe I'll start the story. It's a long bugger. Is that okay? A Walk in the Woods by Ricardo Gonzalez. Gonzalez? Yes! Tonight is the darkest night of the year, but I still walk alone with just my trusty blue flashlight by my side. I worked a long night shift, like I always do, at the barn, a place very much like KFC. Every night I clean up, restock, and bid a good night to my manager and head out the door. This has been my routine every night since I started working here just two years ago. When I make my long walk home, I take the shortcut through the woods that runs alongside the road and branches out for a few miles until it meets again with another road, my road. It is at this intersection where I am currently standing. Stay on the road. Keep clear to the moors. Beware the moonlights. I usually don't hesitate on taking the old woods road, but tonight I am having a strange uneasiness about walking home that way. I stand at this junction just for a minute, waveringly pointing my light back and forth between the unpaved road and the cement. The night air is a little nippy. Hmm, nippy, nippy and the sounds of the crickets so familiar once before now seem to carry a sense of ominous danger. I get goosebumps. Suddenly, I think of the warm stew my grandmother is getting ready to serve once I arrive and the smell of sugar-powdered cookies. Thunder strikes off in the distance. 
and the smell of rain begins to overtake my lungs, driving away the smell of warm cookies. I snap back to reality and take the old wood road quickly. As soon as I enter, the darkness of the wood seems to slowly choke the light out of my flashlight. I hear the thunder again, this time a little closer. As I walk, I begin to remember all the strange occurrences that have happened on this road. You just made me spill blood all over my pants. Oh, you'll have to get out of those wet things then. Yes, before the flies gather. (laughs) (laughs) I remember very well a few years back. Read properly, mister. Mm, All right. I remember very well a few years back when they found the mangled body of a young nurse a little ways from the road. Her body was taken to the morgue only to raise more questions than answers. The wounds were nothing the doctor could think of, so the case was closed. Was she a naughty nurse? I don't know. But this doctor is kind of irresponsible, isn't it? I don't know what these wounds are. They obviously didn't have uh, William Peterson uh, in a CSI unit. They didn't have CSI. They didn't have hot, sexy fucking Grisham on the case. Or maybe the recent sightings and reports of strange mountain men with horribly mishappened bodies and savage killer appetites wandering the woods nearby. I try to shrug these thoughts off in my mind. Why am I thinking these thoughts now? Oh my god, maybe he'll be attacked by, by, by a whole slew of zombie naughty nurses. Scary. I continue to walk alone in the dark. A few minutes go by, and I am beginning to settle down a bit. The road is so dark, I am having trouble seeing the ground as well as my feet. Well, what happened to his flashlight? It was sucked up by the darkness. Continue. That's, that's not so much scary as kind of gross. <laughs> Why? Or sexy, depending on the context. How can it be gross and sexy? <laughs> it's one or the other. It can't be both. I is said, it depending on the context. sexy or sexily gross? Because <laughs> I, I, I seem to bounce back and forth between those two frequently. I step on something cold and hard. Yeah, I've stepped on that before. They don't like it when you do that. Yes. I begin to lower my light slowly on the object and look at the thick, wet branch my foot rests upon. I let out a little chuckle and continue on my way. The fog begins to creep its way through the woods, twisting its cold-as-death fingers towards my arms. What I didn't realize is that the beam from my flashlight is gradually willowing away. Faint at first, but surely dying. I quicken my pace to a steady jog. I can hear my heart beating. As I jog, I turn my head in both directions, straining my eyes against the fog. Suddenly, I jog past the visage of what appears to be a face peeking through the foliage. It's a full moon. Beware the moon and stick to the road. Oops. Ooh, like the Mothman. I didn't get a chance to make out any features, but I know it wasn't human. I run so fast, I trip over my own feet, and the fog envelops me as I plunge. I strike the ground hard. I am unconscious. Oh, I hope it's like the Mothman. 
Yeah, it could be like deliverance. Deliverance, man, that's fucking scary. And, uh, you know, I grew up with those people, so it's even fucking scarier <laughs> for me. I was going to make a hillbilly reference to your upbringing. Uh, well, I thought I'd beat you to it. You know, I've, Before, had, but I, I've had my fill of cow-tipping jokes in my time. Let I'm tell sure you have. What's your record? I wake up covered in the dampness of fog. Oh, that happens to me a lot. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. I look at my watch only to learn that I've been gone for just ten minutes. I slowly get up, wipe the muck away, and stop dead in my tracks. I glance down, only to find I'm standing on grass. I fell on the dirt road, not grass. Someone is watching me. I ain't got no privacy. Whoa. I hear an inhuman groan a little ways behind me. I shine my light in the direction of the groan, but the beam died probably a few minutes into my slumber. I race back towards the path of my home, but wait, which way was I going? I hear the groan yet again. Oh. You didn't groan for the first one? No, I didn't. I shine my light in the direction of the groan. Uh. Ew. <laughs> uh. Ew, ew, ew. Okay, don't do that. <laughs> I'm starting that over. Oh. <laughs> Stop! Which is more frightening? <gasps> the groan is way more frightening. It sounds like you're having a baby. <laughs> but the uh, uh. both. Uh. I don't know. You're just expelling something you shouldn't be in front of me. Walk rapidly in the path opposite the grunts. Oh, now the grunts. Mm. Oh. <laughs> oh. Are they like Michael Jackson grunts or are they grunt grunts, like manly grunts? I hear the groan yet again, this time a little bit closer to me. I walk rapidly in the path opposite the grunts, trying not to generate any more sound than I have to. I keep this up until I see a slight golden glow in the distance. This is my house. My heart beats faster as the thoughts of bolting through the door into the arms of my grandmother gather in my mind. The sounds of the groans getting closer to me. I run faster than I've ever done in my life. The The foliage around me shuffles, startling me. Wow, that foliage sounds suspiciously like paper. It does. I almost lose my stability a second time, but I quickly reclaim it, continuing to speed past them. I can make out the white fencing on my yard. The smell of the cookies is in the air, but yet so distant it seems. I bolt inside the door only to find everything dark. No lights, no cookies, just the dark. Wait, I'm trying to smell cookies. I turn on the light and make my way to the kitchen, calling her name, but no reply. 
I see a little notice on the table. I've come to the market and won't return until later with the groceries. There's some soup in the stove. Just eat it up, love, and more. I set the note down and make my way to the bathroom. When I reach it, I take all of my soggy clothes and toss them in a heap in the corner of the room. I turn on the hot water and get in. The water feels so good on my cold body that I just stand there in the shower, not moving a muscle. Don't look at me like that. Yucky, stop it, stop. Except for my hand. Alive, it's alive, it's alive! I can smell your cookies. That's a pain. After my shower, I proceed to my room and change into my pajamas. My room is surprisingly cold as I change. I return to the kitchen, heat up the pot full of soup. When the soup is ready, I get out a bowl from the cupboard and serve myself a nice cup of soup, which I eat in silence, trying to put together the events that followed me home. After a few minutes, I clear off the table and sleepily make my way to my room. When I get there, I collapse onto the mattress. For some good self-loving. Dread is getting to me again. The fear of being alone. I hear a faint scuffle outside. I hastily jump out of my bed and look out the window, my eyes looking for the creature that could have caused that noise. Something was watching me. It was looking at me sleep. Imagining what I tasted like. Ew! Ew! What did I just walk into? <sighs> Who's doing that? Nobody's doing that. I was wondering what I tasted like. Oh, you were. Okay. As long as not a third party's having those thoughts. <laughs> Shove over. You're more comfortable with that? Yeah. Yes. Thanks. Oh, it sounds like it sounds like you're a good candidate for a cream pie. So I just <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> Where were you? Something was watching me. You were doing something naughty about yourself. It was looking at me sleep, imagining what I tasted like. <laughs> Probably a creature with long white scalpel sharp fingers, its body moist and dripping water from the fog outside. One one cream pie. <laughs> it might have been a mountain man waiting, perhaps planning to have taken me in my sleep. I hear the front door rattle. I quickly run to the front door hallway and try to get a glance at what's outside. We should have edited this. Why, Grandmother, what a big front door you have. I reach for the doorknob and stand frozen. Suddenly a horrible face smears itself against the window beside the door. Its horribly malformed face cracking off, revealing rotting pieces of tissue from beneath. I gasp hurriedly. Sit down under the door, pushing my weight against it. The visage in the window begins to jangle my door once more. Jangle my door. My heart feels like it's about to explode from my chest. My more faces begin to materialize, each one uglier than the rest. Smelling my skin and wanting to be dressed in it. 
their disjointed mouths opening wide in hunger. I sway from my hiding spot next to the door and try to find something for me to use as a weapon. But I realize that there is nothing. The door moves again, and I can see a small, white, deformed hand opening the mail slot in the door. I am hit with an overwhelming stink of torn flesh and pine. Quite a stomach-turning smell. Oh, I agree. I hate the smell of pine more than anything in the world. Oh, you don't like those pine No, God. Oh, God, no. That's why I hate it. There's that swaying little fucking tree in, in some icky, yucky, late 70s model muscle car swinging back and forth. It and smells like pine. Fucking yeah, but you don't have the same backseat of a car experiences I'm putting to it. Some guy named of- Larry with sideburns <laughs> and the smell of fucking brute Fabergé on his skanky blue collar. We are louder. I scream. The tears start rolling out of my eyes so fast that I can't see anything for a few seconds. The gap opens wider and the creature's head appears at the... Ooh, end of the page. (laughs) Other end. I lean back, further against the wall. I feel I could come out the other end. I don't know what the other end we're talking about. The other end of the gap? Or the other end of me. Ew. What? Fuck off. Keep reading. Okay. The faces compress harder on the glass. I can hear it begin to give way. I see a miniature umbrella with a little sharp point on the top. Ooh, is he in white? In the corner of the room. And I decide to use it as a weapon. I reach for it and the eyes follow me. I can feel malignant glares from the mountain men on every procedure. I quickly jump up with my weapon in hand, my hard, gloriously rearing, upright weapon. Oops, sorry. I've been reading uh, erotic stories all day. (laughs) I quickly jump up with my weapon, ready to face the evil behind the door. I'm sweating so much that I can barely keep a grip on the umbrella. Oh, I know how that feels. I slowly ready myself when the door shoots open. I let let out a massive wail. And I close my eyes just as I'm about to deliver a bluster attacks. What? Yeah, he's missing some words. Suddenly, the entire group of mountain men shout. Trick or treat! I open my eyes confused and drop the umbrella. I look at the calendar next to the door. October 31st, of course. Halloween. I let a sigh of relief and begin to laugh. <laughs> no, not that kind of laugh. Just. Oh. No, relieved laughter. Do it. <sighs> That's right. I laughed so much, in fact, that the grotesque shape through the window in the next room got to see me for a good while, licking its jaws and waiting, waiting for me to make my journey back from work on Monday night, waiting in the dark woods, waiting to carry me off and vanish, just like the nurse. Choose the one drink you wouldn't give your worst enemy and give me a dump. 
scary, wasn't it? Scary! Scary! It was very scary! Very scary! Boo! Scary! Boo! Yes, Boo! Yes. But those woods and the umbrella and uh, the moaning... Uh, Alright, so it wasn't that scary. Hey, hey, don't SCTV all over the place. <laughs> How can I not? Well, we have only four fans who will understand what you're saying, so that's okay. Because I want to bear your children! <laughs> Why are you taking your headphones off? Because... We're not done yet, I've mister. Mr. Sister? I've got to grip my weapon. Sit your ass down, Mr. Sister, and I don't want to hear anything about you gripping your weapon. Motherfucker. You're not my mother. Hello? Trump. (laughs) All right. Keep fucking seeing this asshole's name come up. You can't avoid this fucking prick. What kind of a fucking guy has to see his name in 12-foot gold letters? And it better be perfect. They better be dusted off or I'll fire your ass. You know? What the fuck is this? I'm with you on this. What a fucking asshole. What's next, Donald? You fucking baby? You want us to dip your cock in gold? Oh, what a great guy. Oh, fucking fabulous. I'd be surprised if he... You know, what about real fucking men? Men who went to war, went to a fucking, you know, guys who work in steel mills and fucking mines, you know, guys who fucking join the military and go to battle. I think all men should have their cocks dipped in gold. And get into fucking fist fights every Friday night. Men who built the country so fucking fairies like this can prance around the fucking orgy of self-indulgence. Fucking attention. What the fuck is this? fucking hate seeing this guy's fucking face. That's a lot of fucking. I have a right to be angry over that shit. Hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? What the hell's wrong with you people? <laughs> <laughs> listen to this. Yes, sir. Shut up and listen to me. All right. What is? You too, you little fucking sawed-off fucking half-blind piece of shit buttons. Whoa! Shut up. We used to have celebrities like Jimmy Stewart, all right? Now, here's a fucking guy. Jumps in a bomber, World War II. Leaves Hollywood, jumps in a bomber. Guy flies 40 suicide missions, all right? Never complains, never says a word. That's a fucking real man. I agree with you. Okay? Now, now, these Who are our fucking icons? Fucking Trump, right? Lady boys nope. put themselves on fucking not having their servants look them in the eye. This is fucked. But that is not how I look at them. It makes me fumingly angry. I'm just saying, I don't know how much fucking TV I can take. I'm gonna put a fucking metal rod through my TV set pretty soon. Wow. And like Buford Putzer, I feel like taking a big piece of oak and fucking walking into Hollywood and just cleaning house. <laughs> All right? You shut up! And I'm famous, too! I, maybe. So you're, I can... You're fucking famous. Of course you're famous. Will be when this show hits the big time, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> and that's any, any moment now. Good. Oh, my God. By the way, my neighbors are complaining because they always hear me screaming. Sometimes they gather around my door three at a time with their ears to my door because they don't know what I'm yelling about. (laughs) And and then they find out and they just go away. 
I do know some rich people who are very nice. Like that lady we know, and I have um, to go and take care of her cats and her we mansion. Actually, we call her Lulu Fontaine. Yeah, that's the one. And I gotta go take care of her fucking cats every week when her and her freaking husband fly off to Aspen or whatever the hell else they do. Let me tell you something. I have, I went over to clean up. <laughs> I went over the other day, and they asked me, they called me and said, oh, and by the way, clean out the cat shit litter, would ya? So I did. I fucking went over to the freaking cat sand and I skewered. Lucky me. I, I kept, I kept all the, the really hardened old fossilized fucking mummified cat shits and I carved them into all the Royal Dalton figurines that I've been wanting for all these years. That's, that's beautiful. <laughs> That's all I get from rich people. <laughs> Should I make it a chess set? Yeah, fucking mummified cat shit. That's what my life's become. But it's made me good and angry. Tell you that much. We love Lulu Fontaine, so I can't complain about that. But I don't know. There's something that could be done with those cat shits. I mean, they're all hard, and, you know, you could carve them into things. Yeah, isn't that like... I keep all the ones I wanted, so I don't know. Isn't scrimshaw? Isn't that like carving whale bones or something? Yeah, exactly. Now be, you they think that's the ticket. It'd be, it'd be a similar thing. I'm working on a chess set. Yeah. I got a glass menagerie, you know? It's got a fucking. <laughs> my glass menagerie shit. It's got a fucking <laughs> pink <laughs> unicorn and a fucking Darth Vader head. <laughs> now I can take the fucking cat shits and make the Royal Dalton figurine <laughs> I already carved the fox, you know? I'm working on the, uh, the other ones right it's now. It's a ship, man. ship menagerie. Well, someday my luck's going to change buttons. And then it's going to be nothing but cheap beer and friendly broads. Hmm. Uh, I dream of that. You know, it makes you wonder about her sexuality when you say something like that. And she goes, sigh. <laughs> <laughs> cheap beer, friendly broads. And a lot of Canadian cigarettes. Mm. Oh, now you got me. Well, now I'm not as angry anymore. I think I got it out of my system. I'm glad we're therapeutic for you. My old friend's always been the bottle, if you know what I mean. Yeah, you're good with the bottle. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty fast with the bottle, okay? <laughs> It's amazing how far you can get the neck of that wine bottle down your throat. Let me tell you something. This has been a pretty fucking... Oh, shut up! Hey, buttons! You just said rude stuff about me being a baggy guy. <laughs> lucky there's fucking... You're not in front of me right now, you. Wow, well... Second, I'm going to see if my neighbors are listening to me, because I've been a little loud. Really? Are they standing at the keyhole? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, nobody's there. I'm okay. <laughs> That's I live in a fucking end-of-the-line fucking one-bedroom boxcar willy fucking shithole, okay? That's you... where I'm going to fucking rise up from. Only a matter of time before the security people come up and tell me to... <laughs> to move out? Yeah. Okay? On that note, I'm going. Uh-huh. Thank you. If you're blue and you don't know where to go to, why don't you go where fashion sits? All right. Well, 
Yes. Have a happy Halloween. Oh my God! Are you letting them away this easy? I haven't yet sucked there. You've been listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. Air out your shorts by sending your short stories to shorts at theitspot.com or visit us at our website at theitspot.com. Air out your shorts, my shorts. The castle lights are growing dim. There's no one left but me and him when next we meet in Frankenstone. Don't.